The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Good evening, everybody. Um, welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Monday, July the 25th, and we are here to preview a full 15 game slate from MLB uh, for Tuesday. July the 26th, uh, it's a three-man operation tonight, uh, and we've got the youth team on the go. Uh, joining us first, uh, Mr. Noah Bennick. Noah, how are you doing? How's it going, Malcolm? Uh, doing all right. Uh, excited to talk about um, my Tigers game today. Not really to handicap it, but we got some other news going on with that. But, uh, you know, there is 14 other games going on today that we, we can also talk about and hit some bets on, just like yesterday. You know, we enjoy your uh, Tigers chat very much and also expecting a bit of Mets chat from our other co-host this evening, uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford, who's wearing a beautiful new football shirt, Dylan. Oh, yes. Paris Saint-Germain. I'm surprised Noah didn't know it. Malcolm, how, am I, how am I supposed to know it? It's on the other side of the world. Malcolm's son knew it. He came to yeah, the yeah, computer he and knew but it. He's instantly. in the country next to it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Who's got an excuse, haven't you? Yeah. But yeah, no, good to be sure. with you, boys. Uh, was on a little of a hot run uh, this weekend. I was like on a 4 0 streak, came, came down to earth, but ready to start a new streak tonight. Yeah, my Sunday night capping let me down. I was flying. I was I was top of a lot of the leaderboards in uh on Tally site. I was running sixty something percent and just oh. fell off a cliff last night and ended up ended up I think two games over five hundred or something. Not quite good enough. So yeah, that let me down a little bit. But was I had a good run of dogs, quite a lot of decent price winners as well. So that kept the ROI up. Um like I said, we've got fifteen games tomorrow. We've got our usual problems of uh, maybe four or five TBD pitches, but we've got 10 or 11 games um, that we can cap in their entirety. So there'll be something there for everybody. Um, and some, yeah, some good-looking games and some good-looking pitching matchups to look forward to. So we will uh, pile straight into it with the daytime game, uh, which is a 2.20 Eastern first pitch. And that is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Bryce Wilson um, is going for the Pirates. And Keegan Thompson, uh, who we handicapped on yesterday's show, um, is now going uh, on Tuesday for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, just money lines on this one. No total. Um, the usual um, caveat supply uh, when you're taking a Cubs home game there. Uh, so it's Pittsburgh at plus 138. The Chicago Cubs at minus 158. And I think, Noah, this is coming straight to you. Is that right? Yeah, this one's me. Sorry, I got to adjust my mic, I guess, to point it at me. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> you ca- you handicapped Keegan Thompson yesterday. I corrected you and handicapped Adrian Sampson. So we got it right <laughs> for listeners yesterday. Yeah. Today, <laughs> t- today, Bryce Wilson, he's two and five and nine starts. Only two of those were quality starts. He has a 6.52 ERA, 38 strikeouts, 16 walks, and 49.2 innings pitch this year. I'm not a huge fan of Wilson. Um, and going up against him is probably the Cubs' best pitcher this year in Keegan Thompson. He's seven and four this year, 325 ERA. A 75 strikeouts, 29 walks in 81.1 innings pitched. He has a homey array of 299 in Wrigley Field, where this team has been extremely bad. One of the worst teams in the MLB. A 299 homey array is going to keep them in this ball game. The Cubs seem to be playing really good ball right now, too. They just swept the Phillies over the weekend. Um, I'd rather back them here than the Pirates with Wilson on the mound. What do you guys think? 
yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, and it was quite an ugly, uh, an ugly one to handicap, really. I have been following the Pirates. I've been doing okay on the Pirates. But like you say, the Cubs just seem to have livened up a little bit since we got back from the All-Star break. And that was a surprise sweep they got at the weekend um, against the uh, Stutter and Phillies team. Um, the There's kind of conflicting trends on this one um, because both teams have got good records against the spread. Um, the Cubs 5-0 and um, against the spread in their last five games. Uh, but Pittsburgh eight and two in their last 10 road games. So it was a tricky one. Um, I've written tentatively when I handicapped this about five hours ago, I wrote down over, but with a big question mark, because we've got no lines and we don't know what the weather's doing. So I really struggle. Yeah, I don't think I wasn't good enough to come to a definite conclusion. So it's a, it's the rarely seen no bet for me. Um, Dylan, did you, did you manage to get a, to put a line on this game at all? A, a number? Yeah, no official play, a little chalky, but give me the Cubs at mine. I got it at minus 155. I made the Cubs a minus 190 favorite with oh, Thompson wow. on the mound. Yeah, no run lines and totals up, but I looked at the weather. It should be a nice day at Wrigley. You do have nine mile an hour winds blowing in, so I don't know about the over. We'll see what it opens up at, but. I just can't get behind the Pirates or Wilson, who hasn't been able to win one game on the road this season. The Cubs, very surprising. They did just sweep the Phillies coming out of the All-Star break. So this might be a bad spot for the Pirates to come and have to face a potentially a hot Cub team. So give me the Cubs here at home. I think they get that done. Yeah, I've uh, very much been enjoying the work of O'Neill Cruz. He smashed a home run yeah. um, way at the back. It was at like the back row of the bleachers that landed. I can't remember yeah. what park they were in, actually. It was uh, in Pittsburgh. Almost went into the Allegheny there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if he um, he hits it, it very much stays hit. So um, looks like a fun player to watch for the rest of the season. But yeah, that was one of the trickier games on the card. So uh, let's move on and see if we can find something. Um, with an angle in a 640 Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Pablo Lopez goes for Miami and Hunter Green goes for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Miami are minus 119. Cincinnati are even money plus 100. Totally error set at eight and a half. Uh, Pablo Lopez is six and five. He has a 314 ERA. It's pitched 109 and one third uh, with 107 strikeouts. Uh, Hunter Green is 3 and 11 with a 578 ERA. It's pitched 90 and one third innings with 113 punches. Um, Lopez, obviously highly rated and people know what he's capable of. He's struggled a bit um, lately. Um, 478 ERA in his last five games, um, mainly due to two five-run uh, efforts he's given up. I do prefer to view them as an outlier, though. I do trust Lopez to get back on track here. He's got a 3.26 road ERA, so I've got no issue with him there. And 2.63 against the NL Central opposition as well. Hunter Green, uh, up and down like a bride's night you know, all season, I've been on him. Uh, 7.11 ERA in his last five. Um, but his decent starts now are they're becoming as rare as hen's teeth, unfortunately. I think the total here was too low. The only thing that got me is that the trends here are all pointing unders. Um, my gut feeling, uh, my handicap was to take this as an over. Uh, but Miami and Cincinnati have both been um, going under. Oh, sorry, when, when they play each other, eight of the last nine games um, have gone under. Miami, Cincinnati. So, yeah, that was the one thing that put me off. Um, but it is only a trend and something's got to stop at some point. So, uh, I took it at eight earlier on, uh, minus 110. It has moved to eight and a half. So, maybe I was on the right track. But, yeah, that's what I thought for this one. Quite a tricky one. But Lopez slightly struggling. Hunter Green just giving up some runs. So, yeah, the over for me. Uh, Dylan, what was your number and what did you think? Yeah, so I made my total 8.8. I do like the over. And if you look at Cincinnati's last five games, it's gone over this number in every one. They are um, at home. They're 50 and 42 towards the over. So great American ballpark. The ball tends to fly, but it's Pablo Lopez day. Give me the fish here. His last two starts on the road have been great. One against my Mets and the other against the Nationals. But 
I can't back Hunter Green. I've been fading him a lot this season. It's been profitable for me. So the Reds, they are playing decent ball. I think we'll see. I think both pitchers will give up a few runs, but I think Bobo Lopez, he'll bounce back, like you said. I just trust him a little more. So give me the fish here, minus 115 on the money line. Miami in it over there for Dylan. Noah? As a third person with analysis, <clears throat> I'm not going to repeat anything that they said, although I agree with most of it. I just think this price is too low with Miami, with Pablo Lopez on the mound. He's struggled as of late, and I think that's why the price is a little low. I'm going to take the discount. Yeah, it makes sense, mate. Uh, totally agree with you. Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitches, the Tampa Bay Rays at the Baltimore Orioles. Shane McClanahan, left-handed pitcher for the Rays, and Spencer Watkins uh, goes for Baltimore. The Tampa Bay Rays are minus 177, Baltimore are plus 152. Totally ever set at eight. Uh, Dylan, you can lead us off with uh, Shane McClanahan. Yeah, give me the Rays here on the run line at even money. I was able to get it. I know the Orioles have been playing good ball at home, but I just feel like the Rays are a better team. They did have a tough series in Kansas City, but... They had a few bad breaks. I think with their ace, McClanahan, on the mound, he'll be able to limit the Ori- this Oriole team. And his last three starts on the road, he's been able to give the team 19 innings and only give up one run in each of those three starts. So he's been locked in on the road. I trust them. And I, I think at even money, I think that's good price. So I think the Rays win comfortably here. All right, Noah, what did you make of this game? Well, so I'm going to go with this angle. Uh, Shane McClanahan, take his strikeout prop. He's one of the best strikeout pitchers in the game right now. And Baltimore, they have one of the worst strikeout rates in the game right now. And also against left-handers, they have a 690 OPS, which puts them in eighth uh, worst in the MLB. So I kind of like this matchup for McClanahan. Um, Just taking it blind right now. We'll see what the odds come out tomorrow. Okay, like that. Uh, Noah's been flying with his strikeout props of late, if you weren't aware, people. Um, I came down on completely the other side of you, Dylan, here. This was just a value play for me. I think we've got a low total um, of eight, and we've got a a, a pitcher like Shane McGlanahan uh, who's going to keep this down. But I thought Spencer Watkins can keep um, Baltimore competitive. Um, The low total tells you that um, the books expect this to be relatively competitive so at minus 177 there's no way i wanted i wanted to take that price um i feel like i've taken baltimore a lot lately um but they're at home they're actually six and one against the spread in their last seven games against the tampa bay Rays, uh which is a surprise and something a good one so if watkins can keep them competitive a bit similar to how they played against the yankees like them even if they stayed within two or three runs they came back and got over the line um and if you get a decent price, one of these games in the series, um, they're going to pick up one or two. Say we got them at plus two or five to beat Garrett Cole and the Yankees the other night. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to follow that trend that's been relatively kind to me, and I'll take Baltimore Orioles on the money line at plus one fifty two. Uh, next up, we have the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies, which is a seven or five Eastern first pitch. Spencer Strider is on the hill for Atlanta. The Phillies pitcher will be Aaron Nola. Um, and it's a home puppy for the Phillies, plus 115. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are minus 133. Total here set at eight. Uh, over to you, Noah. This is one of the better pitching matchups of the day, like you mentioned. Spencer Strider, 4-3 and three with a 327 ERA, 114 strikeouts, 30 walks, and 74.1 innings pitched. He's coming off of one of his worst starts of the year. In his last start, just before the All-Star break, he gave up five earned and four innings with only four Ks. Strider's looking to bounce back. And as for Aaron Nola, he's 6-7 and seven on the year with 126.2 innings pitched, 137 strikeouts, 16 walks, with a 313 ERA. Aaron Nola is my second-half sleeper to be the NL Cy Young. He's nice. coming off a 10-punchy game right before the uh, All-Star break. And I like the under eight here. I slightly lean Phillies to win this game with the plus price as well. Okay, well, I'll jump in there then because I lean Phillies as well. I actually saw a plus 135. It's about four prices I've wrote down because I think people are aware that I'll, I'll tend to handicap these games five or six hours uh, before you boys, which is just a time difference thing. Um, and there's a lot of these lines have all have shifted um, away from the, from the early prices that I saw. I saw Philly at plus 135 earlier on. That's now... Um, 
shortened up to plus 115. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit of regression from Strider in the second half. He's okay, um, but I expect to see him slide backwards a little bit. I'm not really into Philly at the minute. Um, however, if they're, good, they're going to win the odd game, and if they're going to do it, then I think behind Nola uh, it gives them a good chance. They are 500, uh, playing 500 ball at home. So you're getting uh, a plus money price there. So, yeah, Philly... Um, little bit more value at plus 115 or bigger if you can find it for me, Dylan. Yeah, it's going to be a team ride here. It's my dog of the day. Ooh. Give me the home puppy. I actually made the Phillies a minus 110 favorite. So <clears throat> I know Nola hasn't been the best at home, but against the Braves this year, he's 2-0 and with a 293 ERA. He's only given up five runs, and batters are only hitting 207 off him. So while Spencer Shriver, he just got lit up against the Nationals, I think, like you, Malcolm, he's going to regress a little bit. I know the Phillies just got swept by the Cubs, but – Coming back home now, I think this is a good bounce back spot for him. So give me the home puppy here. Okay, so it's the team ride on the Phillies. Uh, 7.07 Eastern. First pitch is the St. Louis Cardinals at the Toronto Blue Jays. Andre Palante goes for St. Louis. Uh, and Jose Barrios is on the bump for Toronto. Uh, St. Louis a plus 178. Toronto are a prohibitive minus 209. Uh, totally a set at eight and a half. Uh, Palante is three and four, three thirty-four ERA. Has pitched seventy innings with forty-seven strikeouts. Barrios is seven and four with a five twenty-two ERA. Has pitched one hundred and one and two-thirds with ninety-three Ks. Um, Palante is struggling. Um, got away with some stuff early on when he first arrived, but he's on the side a little bit since. Given up thirteen earned in his last fourteen innings pitched. Um. St. Louis so also, I think we'll probably discuss this a little bit more in a moment, uh, missing the COVID players. Toronto are off getting a competitive advantage um, by uh, the amount of players that teams are missing. Who missed a, it? Was, this, what team was missing about 10 players last Royals, series? The Royals. That was it, yeah. Millions of them. And I know the Yankees had a couple out. But, um, so if I'm not mistaken, I know it's, it's Goldschmidt and Arenado. Goldschmidt, yeah. Arenado, and then a bench player. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's a massive chunk uh, taken out of the St. Louis lineup. So, yeah, the books have reacted to it. You can see in the price of minus 209 for Toronto. Um, Brios hasn't been great either, but he has been better at home. Uh, he's 3-0 at home with a 333 ERA. And, in fact, his last four starts have all been pretty good. Um, it's going to be a popular play. It's going to be a boring play. But that combination of Berrios's home form um, and St. Lucia's missing players. I've got to take Toronto on the run line. I saw this at plus 125, but um, I'm not sure how long that price will... Yeah, I don't think that price will be around for long. Um, that was earlier on. There's no price up there at the minute. I mean, if they're minus 209, boys, what price um, would you generally make a run line? About minus 105, maybe? I, I made so I made the Blue Jays a, a minus two twenty favorite oh, and wow. the minus one and a half I made it minus one twenty so I was willing okay. to lay up yeah yeah okay so um and if you got would that be your bet on this game Dylan yeah yeah so this is pretty straightforward Blue Jays minus one and a half uh, I'm actually like you Malcolm I'm surprised we're getting plus money here with their two best players uh, out out for this road trip just a bonus for this red hot blue jay team they're eight and two in their last 10 and they've covered the run line seven of those 10 games they're rolling and now having the jose rios who since july 1st hasn't lost four since the beginning of july i think things are turning around for him so blue jays minus one and a half i was able to get a plus 105 if you could get plus 125 that's even better uh, and Noah, finally, on this one? Um, I kind of have a different mentality or a thought process than you two guys on this. Did it with the Royals as well. There was three games. They were being offered at plus 300 prices all three games. If you split up a unit and you are willing to put a, a third of the unit on those games, which I did, and the Royals won two of those three games. We came out crazy profit in that series i'm willing to do the same thing here split up a unit i think this is mandatory if the cardinals can steal one of these games you're coming out profit you're coming up plus money um putting a half unit on both games i think the game they probably win tomorrow is with wayne right on the mound going up against gosman i think they might be able to have a better chance to steal that one um just because palante hasn't been going at as well lately but a half unit plus 200 price you're gonna make a profit if you do that and they steal one of these two games here coming up 
Okay, so Noah's given us mandatory big, big, big dog plays here. Uh, beautiful. Next up is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch. Probably the game of the night. Uh, it is the New York Yankees at the New York Mets. Um, and it is Jordan Montgomery, uh, left-handed pitcher going for the New York Yankees. And Taiwan Walker. Uh, we'll take the ball for the New York Mets. Uh, the Yankees are minus 106. The Mets are minus 111. So not much between them there. Total here is set at eight. Dylan, your New York Mets uh, Subway Series. Exciting. And I think you might be going on Wednesday, are you? Because to see Jacob DeGrom. Yes, sir. I'll be in attendance in Flushing, Queens to see Jacob DeGrom come back over a year. So the place should be loud, should be packed. Uh, but for this game, I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm not going to lie. The Mets are a favorite here. So I'll take a shot with them. It, it wasn't a terrible series they just had against the Padres. I know they lost two of three. They they were able to get bat they were able to get batters on. They just they kept leaving runners on base. But it all changed last night with the big game from Polar Bear. Uh, I want to credit Moonoff too for jinxing us for this. because he, as soon <laughs> yeah. as he opened his mouth, the Mets broke out for seven runs. So. I thank you, Moonall, for that. I do think the Mets have the pitching advantage, though, with Walker on the mound. You just can't trust Montgomery. We talked about it before the All-Star break. He just doesn't look the same. Listening to ESPN New York Radio, the New York Yankee fans hate Montgomery. They don't even like him as the fourth or fifth starter. So the record, his record's only three and two with a 324 ERA. He's been giving up a lot of hits, and the team has lost four, four straight starts that he's uh, pitch so the Mets need this one I'm gonna go with the home team give me the Mets here I was able to get it at minus 110 so give me the Mets okay so it's an unsurprising pick for Dylan goes with the New York Mets Noah what, what you telling us my roommate was a Yankees fan and I'm, I'm just saying Monty's hot and cold this is his cold period yep. when the Yankees their fans start voicing their opinions that's actually when their players play the best so Give me Monty in the plus price. And the oh, biggest wow. tell for me, the biggest tell for me is lately I've been looking at the run lines and when the Yankees, especially the Yankees, they're a dog on the price, but they're not going to offer them the plus one and a half. They are a minus one and a half. I think that's the books telling us they want to attract people onto uh, the minus one and a half because they don't quite think that uh, the Mets are going to win by two. I, I, I think this is just like – I'm thinking outside of my head. Don't know how to explain it. But when they're a dog, it doesn't make sense when they're minus one and a half. I'm just saying that. So I'm taking the Yankees to win. Okay, then. Uh, so I get the deciding vote here. Uh, and I'm going to tip this in the favor of the New York Mets. Um, I saw, yeah, I'll take the minus one and 11. Fan too. I'm going He's up not a Mets fan, fan. I have no dog in this fight whatsoever i've got you 10 to 1 tickets at the beginning of the season say if i if i have to say one team that i'm a yeah fan of but i don't have to say do I don't want to see the top of the page and you forget about their game every week because you have to click a button to get on the pigging website don't you shut up i've got 10 to 1 tickets <laughs> on the yankees <laughs> listen you do this is this is a thoroughly impartial handicap here yeah? i'm a very professional man um yeah, slightly. I trust Walker ever so slightly more than Montgomery. That was it. Uh, yeah, no more so than that. There's not too much between the lineups. Probably on the day, uh, the Yankees are a little bit uh, more explosive, but um, they haven't been uh, that hot lately. And yeah, that was it. It was a very slightly towards the New York, but it's a little bit of home advantage as well. Uh, and I think Dylan's uh, shouting and hollering and singing can. Uh, Get the New York Mets over the line. Yeah, Noah, real quick. Uh, Noah, not Noah. I keep saying Noah now. Uh, Taiwan Walker is Malcolm. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Taiwan Walker, what do you think about his strikeout prop? Because he has been striking out a lot of batters. So I I do see that, but the Yankees are not one of the teams that I target. They're not one of the like bottom half or bottom third of the teams in strikeout rate. And actually, a, a good nugget is the Yankees they actually have the best walk rate in the MLB almost walking Mm. four times a game so when I'm looking at like Yankees games I'm looking at the opposing pitcher to see if they walk a ton of batters whereas Taiwan Walker he doesn't strike me as one of those so I think it could be a good five six strikeout outing and maybe like a walk in it so that that's where I would be in this game just wanted to get a heads no you're good 
if you have got a pitcher that walks a few batters against the Yankees, then stolen base props are very much live. I think they're second in the league um, in stolen bases, surprisingly, because they haven't, they haven't, oh, is it third now, is it? Um, so they haven't, yeah, they haven't historically uh, ran an awful lot, but if you get, if you get a pitcher that's going to walk them and put them on base, uh, yeah, then a couple of sneaky pizza bets on some stolen bases might just, uh, might just make you a few quid. Um, <clears throat> the place to find all our lines um is the win bet the title sponsor here um where the bet fifty dollar to win two hundred dollar promotion is very much live and kicking a fifty dollar bet will qualify you for up to two hundred bucks in free bets and the win bet are running their reduced juice in baseball games as well so it's by far the best place to bet MLB the fantasy football experience contest rules along as well until July the thirty first. If you bet $500 or more, you'll be entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, which includes that two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Uh, loads to choose from. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I will remind you, yeah, to get in on the Discord server. Everybody's in there, all the cool kids. Uh, the chat's really good and there's winners to be had as well. Um, the place to go to is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Um, next is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Cleveland Guardians and the Boston Red Sox. Um, this is, we've got a little run here of, I think it might even, we might get five games on the spin, actually, with no odds or lines. Um, I said at the top of the show that we were missing a few. It just so happens that all... Um, congregated in the middle of the slate here. Uh, I've got no picture at all for Cleveland. I don't know if you boys can help me out, but uh, and Josh Winkowski uh, going for Boston, but that's it. So uh, no lines, no nothing else. Do either of you two boys have anything to add to that one? So I, I just refreshed the page that I'm looking at, and I got Shaw going for the Guardians. Yeah, I'm looking at my respective pages too. And does that mean anything to you, Dylan? Because it doesn't mean an awful lot to me. It doesn't mean anything to me either. But it's it's <laughs> kind of hard. But can you can you back the Red Sox right now? No, I can't. I can't. So they're they're another stay away from uh, stay away team for me right now. I I can't back them even though they're home. And yeah, I just I just can't back them. I've got nothing on the Guardians right now either. So um, Shaw's our best bet. I would I want to say how the Red Sox go tonight. Um, I think that's an interesting game tonight. It's Zach Please against Nick Pavetta. It is. Um, and I did lean Boston. Mm, me too. Last, yeah, but you've got to see. I want to see it. Um, if we know when we know that score, I'll be more inclined to handicap that game tomorrow. But <laughs> if they carry on being a uh, a tire fire, then uh, yeah, certainly won't be taking them at any price. So um, nothing, nothing to report on that one, folks. Um, oh. I'll give yes. you a round of applause for that one. I love that phrase, a tire fire. A tire I, fire. I, I play MLB The Show, and my team name was the Tijuana Tire Fire. <laughs> oh, why, nice. I loved it. So, um, Yeah, it's one of my very few Simpson references. They had a tire fire, didn't they? I, oh, I didn't even know that was from The Simpsons. I yeah, I think it was just, there was just always. There was the, I think it was called the Springfield Tire Fire. It was just a, a part of town where there was a... Gotcha. Uh, Nobody assassinated me for not watching The Simpsons, but I, just, I don't. That's crazy. It's have. been it's been a generation since I watched it, but I remember I remember bits <laughs> and bobs from it, and oh, I do boy. remember that. Bit. Um, seven ten Eastern first pitch, San Diego Padres at the Detroit Tigers. Um, Mike Clevenger um, is going for the San Diego Padres. Um, the Detroit Tigers might well be wheeling Noah out on the mound um, at this rate, but. We've got no pitcher as it stands. I've got no lines, but I know no. I did want to see. Things. Oh, in fact, um, Hill, is this correct? Uh, no, yeah, you tell Hill. us. You yeah. tell us about the Detroit Tigers and the pitches. Yeah, this might be my biggest lock of the night. And it's just the personal lock. It's not going to be globalized wow. to everybody in the graphic. 
And it's because, of course, it's going to happen. July 26, 2022 is going to be Fire Al Avila Day, held by fans of the Detroit Tigers. Started on Twitter by a man named Sam Tomasi. I don't know much about him, but it's blown up. It's got a 1,000 likes and some retweets on it as well. Um, They're bringing signs. They're starting chants, Fire Al Avila and stuff. This rebuild is going on for seven years now. They're 20 games (laughs) under 500 in the middle of July. And I agree. We need to get rid of Avila before the trade deadline because he has gotten fleeced over the last seven years in the deadline in 95% of his trades. He's made trades that sent away stars like Justin Upton, J.D. Martinez, Justin Verlander, Nicholas Castellanos, and the players in return have not lived up to expectation at all. Um, Even including some of the minor players that we traded away, the only two consistent MLB players that we have had in return, Jammer Candelario, who has the third worst WRC plus difference from 2021 to 2022, and Alex Lang, who's been one of our more reliable relievers this year, but this is his first consistent year in the MLB. Jake Rogers, he was the best defensive catcher in the minor leagues. He can't hit right now. Daz Cameron can't stay in the major leagues. Elvin Rodriguez gets bombed in every MLB appearance. Dowell Lugo sucked. And Grayson Long, Sergio Alcantara, Jose King, Franklin Perez, Paul Rashan, they were all required for these stars since 2017 and have not made an MLB appearance. Avila oh cannot operate during the 2022 trade deadline, period. But for this game, Mike look, Clevenger. Lock, Mike, lock, Tigers, lock the Tigers. Up. Lock the Tigers, because they're, of course, going to win this game. Mike Clevenger, he's 2-3 and three on the year with a 358 ERA, 48 strikeouts, 15 walks, and 46.1 innings pitched. Against the Tigers in his career, Clev is 8-2 with a 165 <laughs> ERA. Oh, man. Garrett Hill is going on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. He is an 810 ERA in his last two MLB starts. All the signs point to San Diego, which is why I have to lock the Detroit Tigers. Okay, excellent rant. No, I very much enjoyed Thank that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, exponent of the fan rant. I was telling you boys off air that um, we had a funeral for Newcastle United a few years ago because the bloke in charge had just killed the club. So everyone, all the supporters, met in town and we carried a <laughs> coffin all the way through town, all, <laughs> all the way up to the stadium, and then just got drunk and smashed the place up. It was a fun afternoon. <laughs> um, so this was this was really hard to handicap because the uh, San Diego are all unders lately, their trends. Detroit's trends are all over, so uh, there was nothing to split them there. I mean, San Diego run line is a boring pick, but that's about it, really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any conviction in anything on this one. Uh, Dylan, what did you make of this? I had no idea Hill was starting until five seconds ago. So, um, honestly, I love the rant so much. Noah convinced me. I'm taking the Tigers. (laughs) I'm looking back right now. It was tweeted out by a guy that I follow. He's like a huge Detroit Tigers fan, Chris Castellani. Um, Famous for rants like those on Twitter. He, he tweeted out something like the Detroit Tigers have scored two or less runs in like 45 games this season, which is the second most in the MLB. And that is screaming under. I don't know how a book can fix a total to be under when both teams score two and three runs a game right now in the last week. So I like the under. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, next up is another. We've only got one uh, pitcher in this game as well. Eight ten Eastern, the LA Angels at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, the pitcher we do have uh, is for the Angels, and it's the lefty uh, Jose Suarez. Nobody for me uh, for Kansas City. Ergo, we have no lines on it um, at all. Suarez um, again. What a just a head scratching thing in the handicap this was he's 524 in his last five he's not made it out of the third inning uh, the last twice in which he's given up four and six earned runs uh, so not expecting much out of him um, the spot I'd be dying to take the Kansas City Royals uh, probably blind in fact I don't really care uh, which one of their starters they roll out here but you can't have anything to do with the Angels you can't have anything to do with Suarez so maybe if you get one of the Kansas City weaker pitches it might be a relatively decent price but that's all i could offer up on this game and uh, not known at the moment um noah did you see a picture for kansas city or 
Um, can you talk us into the Angels, just like you talked us into the Tigers? You want to roll? <laughs> um, no, not really. I don't have one on the Royals. But, uh, you know, whoever does pitch, there's a good chance that, you know, you can entertain them as a K-prop because the Angels are nearing 10 strikeouts a game. Jeez. A game, which is ridiculous. It's so bad. They have stars galore on this team. I wanted to be so good, but they're just not. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, spot on. Dylan, any anything more to add on this mess? <laughs> I can't back the Angels. You couldn't pay it's me. Hard. It's hard. <laughs> um, but I do see a picture for Kansas City Angel Zerpa. If oh, I, whoa, I definitely you've made that up. You know, he started uh, his first major league game uh, July 11th. He's two and zero. He's two and zero. One point two nine ERA. He beat the Toronto Blue Jays. He's yeah, he's actually pretty good. Oh, so he came up during the COVID strike. Like, yes. So well, of course, yeah. Hey, if I get so a short price I, with I gotta him tell home, him he yeah, won me some cash. Yeah, give me the Royals. How about we spell in Zerpa, Dylan? Z E R P A, yeah. Z E R P A. Okay. Uh, just so I know. Well, there good he is. Fine, Dylan. Angel Zerpa, yeah, fair enough. He's pitched. Seven innings. So uh, what do you project their price? Did you say? No. So I just saw it. You got to think with his success, I think the books open up the Royals as a short favorite. But you can't Anything. make the Royals a short favorite, can you? Because they're the Royals. I mean, the Angels Anything are... minus 120 or... Okay, right. We're having a... We're having a we're, Anything we're having a, minus 120. We're having a game of guess the price here then. Um, okay, yeah, let's do this. Guess let's the price. I'm going to write this down. Dylan Rockford, what price will the Kansas City Royals open? Minus 110. You said they'd be short. It's not short. How? What, what's short to you? Minus 105? No, short's no, the other way. My, minus 200 short. Minus one ten is big. Yeah, that huh? you've got you misunderstood the term short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It hasn't come across the ocean and translated. Okay, then. Uh, Noah, what are you telling me? Plus one fifteen. Oh, I really? would love that. That would be the dog. No the way. Making what? Making the Angels and Jose Suarez. In no, his no, no, no. I would be making the Royals plus one fifteen. That's what I'm saying. So you're making Suarez and the Angels a minus favorite? one's favorite. Yeah, he's a madman. He's a madman. Dylan, ignore him. Okay, um, Zerpa's a young kid. <laughs> he's got to prove it. I'm going to take minus one twenty-five then on the Kansas City Royals. That might I'll... be too high for my liking. But okay, well, um, I'll minus think of one twenty-five some... is going to scare me away. I'll think of some podcast forfeit in the meantime when we see what those forfeit. lines are. Malcolm, yeah, the, yeah. Line, the Malcolm, lines are probably going to come you out went, when you're sleeping. You yeah, went absolutely. completely opposite of Dylan on one of these pick graphics, and Dylan went 2-0, and but no punishment for the host. Mate, it's a game <laughs> of opinions, go. isn't it? This is uh, <laughs> uh, it's just a few as wildly wrong as you. You you crack on it's, with your... It's uh, turning into a monarchy because we're based out of England. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, sit, it in is. Big, <laughs> sit in my big gold chair tomorrow with me crown on and just... King of the castle, king of the castle. You know, exercise, that's, that's exercise decrees across my, uh, across my land here. Um, right, next, enough of this silliness. Eight ten Eastern first pitch. <laughs> yeah, mood. I'm where dad, dad. Someone go and get dad. The kids have. It's got a bit Lord of the Flies the last five minutes. Um, the Minnesota oh, Twins man. and the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Dylan Bundy goes for the Minnesota Twins. It's because we've got no pitches. We've got no actual handicap to do. The Milwaukee yeah, Brewers uh, haven't given us a. A picture either, or I can't see one. So again, uh, no lines um, for this one. Dylan, twins at the Brewers. What did you um, fetch out for us? No picture. I, I can't find anyone. I'm looking again, refreshing my page. Yes, no picture for the Brewers. I, I got to imagine the twins are going to open up as a favor with Dylan Bundy on the mound. I mean, they did just take two. The They just took the little two series from the Tigers. Oh, but the Milwaukee—they did just sweep the Rockies. I don't know. Uh, I I, te- I like the Brewers. Uh, not I like the Brewers. I like the Twins here. I, I think they'll open up as a favorite. Anything over a minus one forty, though, I think it's a little too pricey. So if we could get it under minus one thirty, minus one twenty-five, I think I'd be on the Twins. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I yeah, didn't have much for me at all to add to this, Noah. Anything? 
Yeah, Vikings, Packers, the quarterback, you know, you can't bet on Kirk Cousins, but Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, he's one of the best in the game. Not many wide receivers, so it's going to be tough to get behind them too. So, honestly, just give me the over. It's like you love to see all these touchdowns scored. We don't know who's going to be pitching. Bundy, bad on the road. He might give up a touchdown. Who knows? I think the over is good. Wow. It's possible Noah's had a stroke, everybody, but we'll uh, we'll sort that out in a little while. <laughs> Next up is the 940 Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the Oakland Athletics. Um, right, okay, I've got Christian Javier going here for Houston and Frankie Montas uh, is going for the Oakland Athletics. Um, no lines, but maybe... Dylan, do, do you have any lines on this game before I get into the pitching matchup? So I actually have Luis Garcia going. Oh my god! I have Luis Garcia, but I do have Frankie Montas. Um, yeah, so Frankie I, Montas is being declared by Oakland. Yeah, yeah uh, this is his day. And um, Noah, did what, who was your Houston pitcher? I did not have a Houston pitcher. That was the one team that I didn't have coming into this matchup. Um, but what I will say is Montas is this is his last. Let, uh, no, he's going to have one more tryout the day before the deadline. But the, this stretch is huge for Frankie to try to land and do a good spot here for the playoff stretch. Um, yeah, well, Mon- Montas's numbers have been great, but he shoulder injury on the 3rd of July. Um, he came back and pitched three innings just on the 21st uh, last time out. So rusty question mark uh, is what I've written down here. Obviously, without a Houston pitch, I don't want to go into the numbers there. We've got conflicting reports. But in general, these two teams, um, they've gone under in the last five meetings uh, between the two sides. Uh, Auckland have gone under in their last 14 of 19. Uh, so those trends, regardless of the pitcher, you might be looking to take an under here, which is kind of counterintuitive because um, you expect the Astros uh, to score some runs. Uh, Alvarez has gone day to day again with that hand. Um, just as we were talking, Noah, a couple of nights ago about our pick uh, to get for, for MVP in the most home runs, um, he came back, looked like he had a little rest, and then he's still experiencing a little bit of discomfort. So I think they're just going to manage his workload, which isn't ideal for us um, and to at make all. matters worse, Judge hit four home runs over the weekend. So Yeah, not, yeah, he did. Do you think good. he breaks the home run record this year? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I agree with Noah. Uh, so, yeah, looking at the under just on those stats, but without a definitive pitch, I can't give you anything on this side. Uh, Dylan, do you have anything on this uh, Astros Athletics game? No, not really. I, I can't back the Athletics. Uh, Astros are the best team in baseball, so don't want to get in front of that freight train right now, so I'd probably back the Astros. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a little run of games there, five or six games there. We couldn't give you... Um, much to handicap unfortunately we've got three games left uh, and we can handicap all three of these in their entirety so bear with us Um, I'll briefly tell you about IP Vanish the official VPN of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Um, IP Vanish will keep everything you do uh, online truly private by encrypting 100% of your data, so your passwords, communications, browsing history, physical location even will be hidden. IP Vanish uh, can be used on unlimited devices, including your Fire Stick, and uh, offering 70% off the early plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, dead easy to use. Uh, one click of a button and you are covered. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings at ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, let's get these last three games and then give out some solid winners. 9.40 Eastern first pitch is the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Carlos Rodon, left-handed pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. And I'm going to get the right Gilbert. Tyler Gilbert, uh, left-handed pitcher, goes for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Home puppy, Arizona, plus 117. Uh, The Giants are minus 136. Totally a set of eight uh, straight across to you, Dylan Giants at the D-backs. Yeah, so I handicapped handicapped this as Merrill Kelly was going, but right before we went live, they made the switch to Gilbert. But still like the Giants here. Oh, they jumped all the way up to a minus 165. I got it at a minus 130. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'd have to adjust it a little bit. Well, I'm you still got- seeing minus 136, Dylan. I've just refreshed that, so it's still around. Yeah. 
Perfect. Yeah. So I would jump on that as soon as you guys can, because a part of me did want to take the snakes at home. They're like Baltimore. They're very competitive at home, but I just couldn't. I know the Giants just got swept by the Dodgers, but I think against the D-backs, they get it together. So I think the Giants, their bats will break out. And I know um, I was going to say all my all my notes are for Kelly. So, yeah, just give me the Giants here at the short price. Well, luckily for you, Dylan, I handicapped uh, Gilbert last night um, <laughs> for the show because that's just how we roll here. Um, so why add on him was a relatively small sample. Um, he's pitched 30 and one third innings. He has got a 534 ERA, but it's, um, he's been okay at home. Um, only 12 innings pitched at home, uh, but he's just given up two earned runs in those 12 innings. So if that's an indication, uh, that gives um, Arizona a live chance there. Um San Francisco are 20 and 5 straight up against Arizona in the last 25 meetings. And so a big lean towards the Giants there. So with that stat and with Rodon on the mound, um, and if that 136, minus 136 is still a live price, uh, that was good enough for me to take the Giants. Noah? Uh, yeah, so I, my roommate, my other roommate, is a huge Giants fan. Now, He's not happy with the club, and I don't think many of the fans are either. They are in the Juan Soto sweepstakes, but they're also – they could lose Rodon here. He has a player option coming up in the next offseason. If they don't turn this thing up, he could be on the move. And I think this is another one of those games where Rodon has to know that that clause is in his contract because it was like a, it was based on innings pitched. It was a safety valve for the Giants in case Rodon got injured. He's been relatively injury free this season. I think this is another one of those spots. It's interesting around trade deadline. Some of these players are going to play up. And I think that Rodon can because there is that slight chance that he could get moved this year at the deadline. Okay, I like that. Uh, next up, Dylan, um, you don't get everybody. Stop waving your hand over. Come there. on over to Flash. <laughs> Cohen, Cohen no. is new money. He doesn't get everybody. No, oh, trust he me, doesn't. they want to come to New York. You want to win a ring? That that rotation is already there. You don't need. We it. need a fourth. We need a fifth. Come on over. A fourth and a fifth. You have Degrom, Scherzer, Carrasco. Bassett, that's four right there. We need a fifth. We need bullpen pieces. We need it Walker. all. We need five. it all. They'll go to the bullpen. You don't use four starters in the playoffs. They'll all go to the bullpen. Trust me. You have three elite starters in the bullpen. Yep. And then bring Diaz. And then sense. bring Diaz in. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You guys hated Diaz two years ago. And then he he found something. He found an extra wind. It was the first. <laughs> Malcolm, let's move on. Yeah, he's finished or, I'm going to have to separate you, make you sit at separate desks. He's um, just waving over his hand, acting like he gets priority. At yeah, yeah. That's he was uh, arrogant, wasn't it? No, that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, no, I'm going to ask you a question here. The 10-10 Eastern first pitch between the Washington Nationals and the LA Dodgers. In the general scheme of this podcast and this slate of games, is there anything that stands out to you about this game? Anything you want to tell us about this game and its position I, on the slate? I think you skipped the game. That's what I'll say. I think you skipped the Chicago White Sox and the Colorado Rockies. Ah, bollocks. I did as well. Okay. Well, that's completely <laughs> buggered up me trying to get you to use penultimate in a sentence, which is where I was leading with that. Because we've actually got three games left, so I'm yep. completely and utterly... That's backfired. Uh, it did. Ah, shit. 8-4 Eastern first pitch is the Chicago White Sox and the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Michael go. Kopech. Goes for the Chicago White Sox and Herman Marquez goes for the Rockies. This was another one where there was no lines. Um, I think Herman Marquez was just recently confirmed. So yeah. um, I've got no lines for this one, unfortunately. But uh, Dylan, how did you handicap this one? And then we'll let Noah, um, if, you, if you price it up, we'll let Noah break it down. Yeah, so I price it as uh, White Sox minus 115, minus one and a half for them, plus 140. Same thing on the Rockies, plus 115, plus one and a half is uh, minus 140. Made my total 11 because I do think Ooh. we got uh, we got winds blowing out. So I, I would lean over depending on what, what the line comes out at, and I do like the White Sox here. They're I think they're catching a little win and just can't back the Rockies right now. They just got swept. So short price, hopefully. I only made the Rock uh, – like I said, I only made the White Sox a short favorite. So 
Okay. Uh, okay, then. Noah, hit us with this one. White Sox at Colorado. I'll keep it short and sweet. Kopech throws gas, so it's not really going to be affected by that Coors uh, yeah, um, elevation. Whereas Herman Marquez has a 674 home ERA, so I'm going to take the White Sox here. Okay. Um, I've got nothing really on this one. I, I leaned over it, but I didn't know a number, but it's obviously going to be a little bit inflated. So did you say 11, Dylan, was your number? Yeah. So I maybe, well, yeah, I'll leave that one. I've got no no play at all. Okay, 10-10 Easter first pitch is the, say the word, Noah. Ultimate pen. Oh, what a jackass. It's the penultimate <laughs> game between the Washington Nationals and the LA Dodgers. Can't have uh, anything nice. You can't have anything nice, can you? We try to have some self-improvement here, you know, correct you to the Queen's English, and you just get Chips. silliness. Silliness of Noah. Um Jojo Gray is going for the Washington Nationals and Mitch White goes for the LA Dodgers. The lines are Washington plus 212. Uh, Ladbrokes are minus Ladbrokes. It's a betting shop. Fucking I've got gambling on the brain. The, <laughs> um, somehow not said, I've be, nearly said Ladbrokes a thousand times over the last three months because it's just lads and everyone talks about laddies. If you're going to laddies, you've been to laddies, what price are they at laddies? And I say it all the time and I have to correct myself and I can't believe that's only the first time I've said it. The LA Dodgers are minus 250. Uh, totally ever set at eight and a half uh, and this game is coming back to you, Noah. Do your Hispanic buddies that you play with on the Nighthawks call them the Doyers? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Just call them the Doyers. Yeah, yeah, that'll get away from the Ladbrokes thing. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's a load of Dominicans doing the... Yeah, yeah, that's their thing. Yeah, they love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, his name is Josiah Gray. The podcast has kind of adopted him and changed his name to JoJo. Uh, it's not the, the national. The Nationals... The radio guy, does it. The announcer like, call him JoJo. It's good enough I, for me. It's my pet. I'm not sure if we can like legally say his, his name is Jojo until he pulls a D Gordon and changes his last name to strange. So, <laughs> um, Josiah Gray, <laughs> Dylan gives himself a, a smack on the head. That was loud. That was right in the microphone. Um, seven and six on the year for gray, Four forty ERA, 106 strikeouts, 39 walks and 92 innings pitched. He has a 215 road ERA. This is a revenge game from him because he was a former Los Angeles Dodgers prospect. Uh, Dodgers, they're throwing Mitch White, who's 1 and 2 with a 378 ERA, 43 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 50 innings pitched. He has a 0.64 ERA in his last three home starts. It's wild, but I'll take a shot on the Nationals with wow. this disrespectful plus price on JoJo Gray, our beloved right handed pitcher. Also, I like the under in this game, too. Okay. Uh, I ha tried to pick um, Josiah Gray and the Nationals last night on the show, uh, but they called an audible and trotted out Paolo Espino uh, for the game tonight. Um, so, um, count me in with you. I'm, I'm all in again, Noah. Uh, we will go oh. with uh, Josiah Gray. He's got a, um, what, 214 ERA? In his last five games, is this accurate? Um, um, no, he hasn't. He's got a two fourteen road ERA. Yeah, um, two, I had two fifteen, but two fourteen, two. 15, yeah, yeah, five and zero with a two fourteen ERA, and that's a much larger sample size. That's four, well, that's forty six. It's exactly fifty percent of his innings pitched. Actually, um, it's forty six and one third innings pitched. Um, that plays for me. Uh, it is a disrespectful price. It's gigantic. Uh, let's fill our boots, uh, Dylan. Dylan's got his hands on his head. Well, and we've we finally dragged Dylan down to the level we've dragged Moon off out. We've exasperated another let's one. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> two oh, for two. Man. Uh, no official play. I do agree. Oh, that that's because we're right, though. Yep. I don't know. Uh, I do lean the Dodgers run line. I'm not going to lie. They're on fire right now. The Nationals, they finally won a game yesterday, snapped their losing streak. But I think that's even more of a reason to fade them. Uh, the Dodgers, they've won eight in a row. Seven of those eight have come by two or more runs. Jojo, he is a good pitcher. Uh, I do think the price is a little disrespectful. I only made the Dodgers a minus 210 favorite. So it's literally right at my price. I just can't get behind the backing the national. So uh, it's no, I'm not going to have action on this play, but for this show, I'll take the Dodgers run line against you guys. 
the Dodgers like off Sean Green. five and zero oh against the spread in the last five home games, which uh, doesn't put me in nowhere off. Though we do not care. Right, the ultimate game on the uh, card here. Noah is a ten ten Eastern first pitch between the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners. Dane Dunning goes for Texas, and George Kirby goes for Seattle. Uh, Seattle are minus one fifty four. Texas are plus one thirty three on the road. Totally is set at eight. Uh, Dane Dunning is one and six, has a four forty two ERA. He's pitched ninety five and two thirds with eighty four strikeouts. George Kirby is two and three, three seventy eight ERA. He's pitched sixty four and one third with sixty two strikeouts. Uh, Dunning is struggling. 5.55 ERA in his last five. He started two games against Seattle this season. He's given up five earned runs in 11 innings pitched in those two. Um, Kirby hasn't been seen since the 8th of July. He's been inconsistent. He actually gave up only two earned runs in his last start, but 10 hits, so he kind of got away with it. Um, he's got a seven earned run effort against Baltimore, to his name relatively recently as well. The safest play for me, I saw it's over seven and a half earlier on, which I couldn't believe. I wrote that down with lots of question marks. As it happened, it's moved to eight, but I would expect that to have gone eight and a half, nine. I expect, I'm interested to see um, Dylan's number in a moment, but uh, I thought this was a stonewall over. Texas actually scored a few runs last night um, at Oakland, albeit, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just the, the bullpen. Yeah. Terrible. Again, which plays into our hands. Uh, so I'm absolutely um, delighted. I don't think that seven and a half will be found anywhere now, but I'm happy to take the eight as well. Uh, Dylan, what was your line and what was your handicap? Yeah, so I made my total 7.7. 7 oh, no, no. Yeah, and I'm actually seeing uh, eight and a halfs out right now. So uh, I lean under here, um, but my official play, another chalky one, but I do like the Mariners here at home. I was able to grab them at minus 145. They're up to a minus 150. But I like I like uh, George Kirby coming back to this rotation. He's already faced the Rangers twice, and he had a really strong outing his last one. He went six innings, only gave up two runs, didn't walk a single batter, while Dane Dunning has lost twice to the Mariners this year. Actually, the Rangers have lost 10 straight games Dane Dunning has started. The last time they won when he started was May 18th against the Angels. So I'm going to fade Dane Dunning and I'm going to fade the Tex, uh, the Rangers. So give me the Mariners here. I'll tell you why Kirby didn't walk a bat because they all hit him. That's why he gave up 10 hits. Didn't have to walk anybody. Seattle actually 18 and three straight up at home against Texas in the last 21 games. So, uh, a lot of things pointing in uh, that direction, Dylan. You're spot on. Uh, Noah, um, you were giving Dylan the double thumbs down there. So what did you make of this game? Yeah, I won't repeat any of the stats for the Mariners. I think that's a classic one-and-a-half-unit play on a minus-150 line. But um, I'm going to be like Dylan here. I'm gonna, I, I set my first five total at nine. Uh, Dane Dunning. Doesn't go very deep into these games. 566 road ERA. George Kirby, he can go six or seven innings, 461 ERA. I think there's going to be runs like galore in this game. I went with Malcolm as well. I think this is one of my favorite locks of the day. Wait, you said your first five over was at nine? I'm just, I'm just, oh, joking. I Dunning, Dunning has a 566 road ERA and Kirby has a 461 home ERA. So it's not good. And that easily could be set at 10. I was just joking that it could be nine. Me and Malcolm looked at each other like, whoa. No, but he said just, it so confidently, though, that he was, yeah, he could have convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I, love, I hope I convinced you. First five, full game. I like the overs, and I like Seattle even more. Uh, lock and dog picks to come momentarily. I am going to tell you briefly about Dave. Uh, Dave will help you out if you've found yourself in a situation where you need a few extra quid to get by, uh, whether you need to put a little bit of petrol or gas in your tank, um, or you've got to save the date, or you might have a gift to buy, a little birthday coming up, something like that. Dave can help you out if you are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, if you need to borrow a little cash, you can. With Dave, which is the banking app, that can help you get up to $500 instantly. Uh, more money to fill your tank, buy that gift. You can finally tackle those extra expenses um, you've been stressing out without any hang-ups. No interest, no credit check needed. 
Um, millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For T's and C's, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, and it is a member of the FDIC. Future you will thank you. Okay. Uh, Future us is going to thank us for these winning picks that we're going to give out now. Lock and dog time. Uh, And we're going to go to the man who's beautifully rocked that Paris Saint-Germain shirt, uh, Dylan. Um, I haven't podded with you for a few days, so give um, give us some winners. Appreciate the compliment, Malcolm. For my lock, I'm going to go to the Subway Series. I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to take my Mets. Uh, I think they have the pitching <laughs> advantage with uh, Taiwan Walker. It's bragging rights. We're the best team in New York. We got we to gotta make a stand here. So I'm going to take my Mets on the money line as my lock. As my dog, I mentioned it earlier, I'm going to take the Phillies. I actually made them a favorite in this matchup with uh, Spencer Strider and the Braves. Uh, I'm just, I, I think I'm going to fade him and back Aaron Nola, who has been really good this far, and he has a good success against the Braves this year. 2-0 with a 293 ERA. I think the Phillies bounce back here at home. So give me the Phillies at that dog price one. 20. I absolutely love both of those picks. They were both both on my board as well, Dylan. Whether you're pleased to hear that or not, I don't know. Uh, Noah, uh, lock and dog for you. Um, we're going to go two risky routes. Um, my lock for the day is going to be the over 8 minus 115 in Texas, Seattle. I think that was one of my most competent plays. I actually like Seattle in the game more, but it's minus 150, and I'm not going to get that out as the lock uh, in the game. I, I just don't see how this thing goes under, and I, I love every over in the game. Um, and then it's it's just my mantra. I'm taking the Cardinals plus 182 right now is what I see. And I'm putting a half unit on this game, putting a half unit wow. on tomorrow's game. I, I I don't know if they're going to steal one, but it's a great way to make some money. Yeah, you stick to your guns, mate. It worked out for you uh, beautifully last time um, for, for KC in Toronto. So, yeah, absolutely, why not? Um, you've caused me an issue here, Noah, because my lock is that over eight um, in the Texas and Seattle game. But I'm absolutely sold on it. I, even Dylan and his um, sensible handicap couldn't put me off. I just think it's a... Um, I like this more than anything else on the board uh, by quite yeah. a long way. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. We go with a double lock um, and I'll take that over. Texas VC. Like you said, just runs everywhere. Runs galore. Uh, for my dog then, if you're not going to take them, Noah, uh, then I have been left with no choice but to take the Washington Nationals at plus 210. Uh behind our guy, Giorgio Gray. Uh, he's going to turn over Mitch White and the LA Dodgers because why not? So I'll take that. <laughs> Dylan two- absolutely hated this podcast. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. It was awesome. It was great. The train Don't go running off and tell Moon off what we've done, Dylan, because we oh, know it was boy. you that grasped us up. God. The train completely derailed in the podcast, and I loved it. <laughs> Did you, you didn't see him, uh, Malcolm, but as soon as you said double lock, he <laughs> figured this out. Put the signal. Yo. He's thrown the double lock signal up. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much, gents. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed that. Uh, hopefully we found some winners. It was a, it was a fun-looking slate. Uh, Dylan, what's happening with you tonight, the rest of the week? Anything fun? Um, obviously, the Mets looking forward to Tell me what... Uh, just give me a little 30 seconds. What's, what's game day like? Because I've never been, obviously, to a, to an MLB game. What does game day look like for you? Do you get food, beers? What, so... what happens? So usually when I, if I don't have work today, I have to go to work though on Wednesday. So uh, usually if I don't have work, I take the train in. I take a couple of trains in from Jersey to Manhattan, then Manhattan to Queens. So it's, it's a whole process because everyone's taking the train. You start drinking it's on the, the train. It's the experience nice. exactly. So yeah, we get hammered, uh, act belligerent, and you know <laughs> New, New York. You know how New Yorkers are. They're they're a different type of breed. So. We try to enjoy it, and we try to get so messed up we don't buy drinks inside, but that never really happens. So it, it's, a, it's a good day, but for tomorrow, I do have to work, and then hopefully I miss all the traffic. So it's going to be a good one. 
Excellent use of the word belligerent there. We enjoyed that. Uh, you sounded like Billy Bean there with the, it's a process, it's a process, it's a process. It, it, it is a process. <laughs> uh, it is a process. And Noah, what are you up to? So Monday the 25th, it's actually my dog's 11th birthday. So I'm going to take him to the park. There's a couple of fountains that he likes to run through and just kind of like bite the water and stuff. Love it. Uh, it's hilarious to get him on video doing that. Um, but uh, Tuesday... If I'm, I'd rather do the podcast with you guys. I have way more fun um, than than going to the ballpark and be pissed off at my own team and wanting to fire my general manager before the trade deadline. So that would be what I do if I don't record Tuesday's podcast. Okay, cool. Uh, I've got nothing for them. I've got a Tuesday night wedding to work at tomorrow night. Actually, I've got this Ooh, casino out at a wedding. I think night wedding. we're still catching up with all the COVID weddings that got cancelled. We had a sort of oh, two right. years of cancelled weddings. Um, so, yeah, I've been filling my boots with sort of midweek weddings. Um, wow, those newlyweds yeah. last two years? Yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, if only How I long could... you have been married, Malcolm? Oh, that is an excellent question. Um, <laughs> oh, don't let the wife see this. You know, put me on the spot. Blindside me with shit like between seven and fifteen years, somewhere between in that in, Yo, in that range. Uh, definitely in that in that sweet spot. Uh, Good job, man. You know, you in on the pod the other night. She, she, she. We thought she might have left me live on air yeah. the other night, Dylan. She, she disappeared off in the car, but she did. She did return. Uh, unfortunately, they brought so, the kids' chocolate bars. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of those things. Right, that was fun, gentlemen. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, fun? Yeah, exactly. Um, usual place uh, to get all your sports gambling podcast network information. Download the app, get in the Discord, have a look at the website, and listen to all the podcasts. Dead easy. Uh, until then... Delusional. Take the Yankees today. Oh, don't do that. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, some combination of the boys. Uh, good luck with your bets. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.